0: Welcome to the Confident Like a Mother podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Norwood, a wife, mom of two, a life coach, and a counselor. But above all these titles, I'm a human who is so passionate about helping other moms feel alive and confident. My mission with this podcast is to help you, the human, reconnect with yourself and your identity beyond being a mom. On this show, I'll share moments and stories and interviews and expert strategies to manage your mindset and take small action until you are living a life that you are so obsessed with. I feel that becoming a woman who is happy and peaceful and confident is the most inspiring thing we can do for ourselves. One of my favorite things to watch is other women win, including you. Welcome to the show. What's up, friends? And welcome back to a new episode of Confident Like a Mother. I'm so, so thrilled that you're here. Thanks for tuning in with me. Today's episode is going to be so great because it's going to be like the essence of why I started this podcast. And I'm going to be talking a lot about confidence because as we know, becoming a mom, being a mom, being pregnant, postpartum, all the things, right? it changes us. It changes who we are as a person. It changes our family dynamic. It changes our relationships. It changes really what is important to us. Like everything just changes after we become a mom. And I hope that your experience, like it's changing for the positive. And if you are feeling kind of in a slump lately, or if you are feeling like it is changing you, but not in a positive way, I want to offer you some observations about confidence that I see in my clients and women in general and offer a practical strategy at the end of this episode to really, really catapult you back in to at least a neutral place at best. But I'm hoping that this episode could really serve as um, like a trampoline for you in order to bounce back or to get yourself back to feeling just a little bit like a jolt of confidence. And I want everybody listening to this episode to know that your confidence is always ebbing and flowing and it's like comes in waves and some days we feel on top of the world and some days we just like don't feel that way and I believe I have this theory about like feeling confident is like temporary and being confident is like permanent so the feeling of confident is like what ebbs and flows but you're like unshakable like embodying confidence to me is like a practice. Think about true confidence as just trusting in yourself. And I feel like this trust that you build with yourself, it's never over. Like you're never finally there. You're never just like, okay, I'm confident. Like let's tick the box. I'm all done. I'm moving on to the next thing. You're never there. It's always go- going and it's always growing and there's no end point. End point. Just like, I feel like you can really compare it to a yoga practice You don't just like finish yoga class and just like simply say, okay, that's it. I'm a master. I've mastered yoga. No more practice. I've got it down. Check the box is done. Yoga requires your attention and it requires you to be in it and to be still and to like be part of the journey. And practicing yoga is not about like arriving at a specific destination, just like being in the moment. That's what it is. That's the practice. And being good at yoga or quote unquote bad at yoga, like that doesn't measure like how great you are at your practice. It's the fact that you show up for yourself. And I really look at confidence in the same exact way. Confidence isn't about like having a good day or a bad day because again, our feelings of confidence will always ebb and always flow. But when you show up for yourself, when you can like honor yourself and appreciate how you're feeling and just like sometimes even calling it out this is how you build trust with yourself that you know that there's always a solution to whatever problem that you're facing. And again, when you have trust in yourself, this is how you grow and maintain and gain your true confidence. And the feeling confident is something that again, was always gonna add and it's always gonna flow. It has peaks and it has valleys and everybody experiences those peaks and valleys. And in my work with women, It's my hope that we are minimizing the valleys or minimizing the time that we stay in the valleys and really extending the peaks. So whether that's extending how high the peaks are, like how high the confidence goes, or the duration of the time that you're feeling in the peak, that is what we do in our coaching. And I also help women recognize that your confidence is not attached to your performance or how well you're doing or to your achievements. I feel like all moms need to hear this. Your confidence, your worth, how good you feel about yourself has nothing to do with how well you think you're doing or how well other people think that you're doing. Let that sink in for a second. And one last thing here. I think truly embodying that unshakable confidence comes with knowing too that there are going to be days where you are just not feeling it. Or when things feel really challenging or seasons that feel really challenging and you just don't have the energy or that you don't have the capacity to take on anything more. I think the biggest part of confidence on those days or in these seasons is just maybe calling it out and being compassionate with yourself. And I think another big thing that you could do, another tool is to talk about it with your support people, whether that's your partner, whether it's your therapist, whether it's your coach, whether it's your friends, your family, whoever it is, and just letting them know, like, I, you know, I'm not feeling it right now. Like I don't feel too confident or, you know, this is what's going on with me. And this, what this does is it gives you room and space to process and like be in the moment or be in the feeling and allow yourself to feel, heal, and then move forward. Because if you're not doing this, if you're not giving yourself space or room to, you know, maybe not feel so great and just like experience all the range of the emotions. And if you're only allowing yourself to experience some of the range of the emotions or just like a window of like the positive emotions and you're avoiding or ignoring those more heavy or those more challenging emotions, then you're lying to yourself. You're not honoring yourself. You're not being honest with yourself. And, When you're not being honest with yourself, it's really, really hard to trust. It's really, really hard to trust yourself. Think about yourself in relationship with with your partner. If you don't honor, if if you feel like your partner doesn't honor your feelings or doesn't honor your beliefs or doesn't honor your values, are you going to trust your partner? You're probably not going to trust them. But if you feel within your partnership or within your marriage that you are fully honored, that you are fully respected... Don't you feel more trusted? Don't you see how that, have you ever been in a relationship where like you just don't feel respected? Do you trust that person to always have your best interest? Do you trust that person to always be looking out for the greater good of you and your family? Like probably not. That is true for yourself too. So if you're not honoring yourself by experiencing or just letting yourself feel all the feels, feel all the emotions, even the challenging heavy ones, because that's part of it, then you are you probably don't trust yourself. You probably don't allow yourself to go there. And all that avoidance and all that is probably having you look for things outside of yourself in order to feel better. So for example, like maybe that's food or maybe that's just like having negative conversations with yourself, negative thoughts, just constantly ruminating in your head. Maybe you're distracted. Maybe that's the thing that you're doing. You're just like constantly... Uh, on your phone or you're constantly just like avoiding hard things that are going in your family. Maybe it's drinking, maybe it's doing drugs, maybe it's gossip, maybe it's shopping, whatever it is. It's because you're avoiding how you truly feel and not honoring yourself. Let's use a real life example so you can fully see how this might be playing out in your life where the not trusting yourself and avoiding is like keeping you from feeling confidence. Let's use the example. So let's say there is a person or there's a circumstance that is creating some feelings of stress for you. And maybe it's not possible for you to avoid this person, or maybe it's not possible for you to completely avoid this circumstance. Maybe it's like the house that you live in or the job that you have, or maybe it's a person in your family that you just can't totally avoid for right now. Knowing that you can talk to yourself and know that there's always a solution is a great way to build trust with yourself. When you can start to say things to yourself like, I know that I'm going through this stressful situation, or I know that I have to deal with this stressful person. I know that I'm going to need to take a little extra care of myself today. Maybe I'm going to schedule in a workout. Maybe I'm going to book that workout class. Maybe I'm going to, before I pick up my kids from school or from daycare, I'm going to go for a walk instead. I'm going to do like a grounding session in nature, even for just five minutes. I'm going to take my shoes off. I'm going to walk in the grass in my yard. You don't need anything fancy. Maybe I'm going to pick my kids up after school and we're going to go take a hike with each other remember that saying, take a hike? (laughs) Well, not that we're going to like, just actually go take a hike or maybe it's spending a couple extra minutes to journal or write or do something creative, or maybe you love to cook. So cooking a meal for your family that maybe they're not the things that are stressing you out. So you cook a meal for someone that you love. Maybe it's like speaking kindly to yourself, but whatever it is, talking yourself through that and then beginning to create the solution while honoring how you feel. And in doing so, and in doing so, what you're actually doing is building trust in yourself that you're going to, one, either stay very neutral about the stressful circumstance, or two, you're gonna do something in order to help yourself, or you're gonna have a solution to whatever is creating the stress that's gonna leave you feeling better off than when you actually started, or it's gonna leave you feeling better off because you did this thing. And then when you keep these promises to yourself, This is when trust starts to build over time. Like you know that you have your back. You know that you're going to do something in order to make yourself feel better. And by recognizing how you feel and honoring it, what you're doing is building trust with yourself that next time something like this happens, next time stress walks into your life, your threshold to deal with it is going to be so much bigger. It's going to be so much higher because you trust yourself in order to get yourself out of the situation or to at least help yourself through the situation by simply just acknowledging what you're feeling, honoring why you're feeling that way. And this is the biggest key to building trust with yourself. And I love this thought. One of the thoughts that I have when I'm feeling kind of like iffy or if I'm feeling just like one of those days where I'm feeling less confident, I love to use this thought. The answers are within me. I already know the answer. If I knew the answer, what would I be doing? Like any variation of that question or any variation of that thought rather The answers are within me. Like I love even just saying that. And I hope that you borrow it too. It's just a very, very helpful thought to have. And even if you don't believe the thought, the answers are within me. Like if you don't believe that thought 100% right now, you can slowly start to repeat it to yourself or you could slowly start to use it. Like maybe I already know the answer to this. It's possible that I know the answer to this. Those are some other thoughts that you can maybe swap in until you can get to believing fully that you already know the answers or that you already possess what it takes. I love those thoughts. I think the biggest misconception or the biggest misrepresentation of how confidence was developed for me personally, and I'm sure if you are around the age of 35, if you're around my age, like how confidence was kind of portrayed in movies and in media and now on social media, like I used to have this vision or this idea that confidence was like this beautiful woman in a really sick outfit, like in high heels, getting out of a super fancy car, just like face and makeup looking glorious, designer handbag. Like that's what I used to think confidence meant. That's what I used to envision when I thought of like a confident woman. And that is, again, in big part to like what is portrayed just on every media platform, social media, movies, whatever. I almost feel like ashamed or like embarrassed to admit that because that is not the idea or the picture of what I believe confidence to mean now. And if you are still hanging on to like that picture that I just described of like a confident woman, I really want you to take a second here and just like reflect and think about like why you think that that means confidence. You could have all of those things that I just mentioned And still not trust yourself and still not believe in yourself. You don't have to be good looking. You don't have to be polished. You don't have to be educated. You don't have to be this bold, someone who like loves attention, loves to be at the center of attention. You don't have to be any of that to be considered confident or to be embody confidence. That is not it. And if you take one thing away from this entire podcast episode, I want it to be that. Your confidence has nothing to do with how smart you are, how much money you earn, how good of a mom you think you are, how other people think about you as a mom, how beautiful you are, what your skin looks like, what your career is, how high performing you are at your career, what your house looks like, what your car is. Literally, your confidence has nothing to do with that. Your confidence is within. Your confidence can be tapped into at any moment. Your confidence is a skill and something that you can absolutely practice. And it comes down to honoring how you feel and building trust in yourself that you know that you have your back. Like there's always a solution to any circumstance that you face that's what confidence is. And I'm going to leave you with this exercise because at the top of this episode, I said, you know, how motherhood changes us and hopefully it changed you for the better. Hopefully you're seeing positive changes as in like, you're looking at your life in such a different lens. And if you are somebody that right now you're like, motherhood has changed me. Yeah, but Caitlin, not for the better. Like I'm feeling like I'm drowning. First of all, I see you. And I want you to know that that feeling is temporary. And I feel like That is the feeling that you need to be in in order to like catapult you to even your next level. So the feeling, if you're not feeling awesome right now and you are feeling like you're drowning in motherhood, know that it's temporary and know that there are people like myself here to support you. And two, this is an exercise or this is something that I would love for you to implement in your life because I find it to be so valuable and so, so, so helpful. So it is this. I want you to make a list of all of the reasons as to why you don't feel confident. Make a big old list of all of the reasons as to why you think you're feeling stuck right now. And then what I want you to do is I want you to go uncover all the lies and everything that you've said, like in every line that you've written. And then I want you to cover it with a statement of truth to affirm that you do deserve to feel amazing about yourself, that you do deserve to be obsessed with your life, that you do deserve time in your day and you deserve a space in your budget you deserve to be totally free of suffering in motherhood. All right. So going back to that practice, going back to making your list of all of the reasons why you don't feel confident right now, I want to give you an example. Let's just say one of the things that you've written down in your list is, I don't feel confident because my kids, like throw a tantrum, are my kids. And what I mean when I said cover that statement or cover your thoughts in truth I mean this, I want you to flip that statement around that I don't feel confident right now because my kids are just reckless or my kids have a hard time or have a challenging time. I want you to debunk the lie and show me the truth in that statement because your child having a hard time or your child crying out in public has nothing to do with you as a mom. Remember, your confidence, your worth is not tied to how well you think you're doing as a mom, how well other people perceive you to be doing as a mom, what your kids act like, what your kids are doing, the way in which that's holding you back or why that is holding you back, feeling less confident is because the thoughts that you're having around your child having a hard time. It's not your child having a hard time. It's the thoughts that you're having around it. That's why this exercise is so, so, so key. It's so, so, so important because some of the things that you're thinking as like absolute truths, like I don't feel confident because my kids have a hard time is actually not true. The true statement there is maybe something like, I don't feel like a good enough mom. That's the truth behind it. And then the second part of this process was to be going to the thought that you've reversed or maybe the honest thought that you're having and then going and proving that honest thought of uh, maybe I'm not a good enough mom, proving that honest thought wrong. So go find me two pieces of evidence as to how you're a great mom, how the thought maybe I'm not a good mom is absolutely not true. So here's the process. I'll lay it out one more time. You want, I want you to create a list of all of the reasons as to why you don't feel confident. And then I want you to flip them around or maybe find the truth statement. Find the truth statement in that. What does it mean about you that this is happening? Then, so for example, maybe I'm not a good mom, is the truth statement that you found the second step is, I want you to prove that truth statement wrong. So go find me two contrary pieces of evidence as to why that's not true at all. Why you are a great mom, and this practice or this strategy can be used for anything. It doesn't have to be just for confidence. It could be like why I'm feeling stuck in my career, why why am I feeling stuck with the relationship with my kids, why I'm feeling stuck with what are some of the thoughts I'm having about my marriage. Whatever it is, whatever you would like to change, this is an absolutely great practice to Look at the real thoughts that are behind like the things that you're believing, find your truth statement, and then I want you to dispel it. I want you to find evidence as to why that's simply not true. This is so important because your mom doesn't mean you have to lose yourself. And if you have lost yourself in motherhood, it doesn't mean that you need to stay where you are. There's always an opportunity for movement. There's always an opportunity for change. Like if you believe that it is possible for you. I really wanna empower you to know that you don't have to say come to like the myths of motherhood that I absolutely hate and the myths of being like, you know, your days are over or you're not really to have, you're able to have your own needs or your own wants after becoming a mom or everybody comes first. Those are absolutely not true. And believing in those myths or believing in those thoughts that I just stated, they're not going to help build your confidence. They're not going to like whip you into being a more confident person. In fact, it's probably doing the opposite. So key takeaways from today's episode is the fact that confidence is a practice. It's not a final spot. It's not a final destination. Knowing that every person, every mom has their own ebbs and flow with feeling confident, but to truly be a confident person who embodies confidence comes with practicing trust in yourself, trusting that you have your back, trusting that you are always able to figure things out for yourself because... The answers are within you. And these are the simplest ways to live your life confident like a mother. That is a wrap on this week's episode of Confident Like a Mother. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out and choosing to spend your time listening to this podcast. It means the world to me. You have no idea. My one ask is if you loved this episode, if you love this podcast, head on over to iTunes and leave a rating and review so it could allow more people to listen to the show, to hear this message. And so more moms can live confident like a mother. I'll see you guys next week.